Um, okay, we're going to do some caving in a bit. A bit of caving in a little minute. But before I do a bit of caving, um, then I just want to remind you of a few things that we talked about last time. Um, and then I'm going to show you a lovely video of somebody in a little cave. So you might want to shut your eyes if that's like scary. Um, Anyway, but let's start off here first, and then kids, you're going to do some caving with me, okay? We're going to make a cave, and then we're going to go through it. And then I also need you to show me in a few minutes how fast you can run as well, okay? So we're going to do that as well, okay? But I need to do a little bit first, and then we'll do that, okay? So, last week I talked about this, repentance and rest is your salvation, and quietness and trust is your strength. So this is like where I feel like we're going to explore and launch off for this next little while and we talked about well what does that even mean uh what does it what does salvation mean that was really part of uh, what i talked about last week but essentially we also looked at psalm 34 verse 6 and 17 um which essentially says the same thing this poor man cried out the lord heard him and he saved him out of all his troubles so we we're talking about what does it mean to be saved out of all your troubles and because um, i'm sure that you like me could list your troubles uh, quite easily, um, and we want those troubles to be sorted, that's fine, that's part of being human, it's a normal response, you were born for Eden after all, and you are east of Eden, so it's fine to long for Eden, that's okay. But it is really important that we understand what, how God's going to work and what God's going to do, and uh, we said this, that the, the word for saved there in those, in those Psalms and uh, in Isaiah is yasha, which means to be open wide or free, and troubles means tightness, so this idea of being saved from troubles means to be open, wide, and free, perhaps despite the tightness that surrounds us. Perhaps it doesn't always mean the tightness disappears, but it means that even though it feels tight, we can still be wide open and free. Um, so I want to explore this morning what it might mean to be a narrow place and what it might mean to be an open, wide, or free place. So, anybody been caving or potholing or anything like that? Yes. Anybody love it? No, no, nobody a fan of caving or potholing. I will get on to you in a minute, sweetheart, don't worry. Um, anybody, um, anybody been to White Scar Caves in the Dales? You can do that. Alyssa's not been in White Scar Caves because she didn't like it. Well, she says she didn't like it. I don't know whether Faye was just nipping her to make her cry. So Faye didn't have to go in as we walked down. But anyways, they didn't. Yeah, she was like, oh, no, I'll have to stay outside with her because she's clearly very upset. Well, okay, maybe she is. <laughs> so we've, we've, yeah. But anyways, um, so any of you, anybody been caving here a bit, Lil? You ever been caving at Riella? Paul in a big cave? No? Oh, very good. Well, um, let me show you this video, if I can get it to work for yeah. you. <laughs> So right now I'm breathing out. Okay, so I'm coming up out of this, and if I get stuck, I have this rock with me such that I can pop off some of these knuckles, which made it very hard to get into. 
And now I have to go slow. That's that knuckle. I'm gonna be shirtless shortly here. Warning, the actions and stunts performed in this video were done so by professionals. Do not enter a cave without a cave tour guide. Yeah, but it's okay. I can get through. Ah! A lot of people ask why we do this. And you're just never gonna get a sufficient answer. Why do you wake up in the morning? You know, what drives you? What makes you want to get up and go study a subject or go to work or go out and hang out with your friends? It's really nothing, right? This is life and that's all. This is our way of living. Ugh. It is not our way of dying. Okay, come and help me set up a cave, kids. You'll need to move your wheels. I didn't. No, you don't have to move. It's all right. It's all right. Just, I just couldn't really make it earlier because. I knew it would be utilized. <sighs> hey, Mimi, did you see that? You all right? Good. Right. Actually, first things first, we'll leave them there for a minute, actually. Right, here's what I want you to do. I want you to start at the end and see how quickly you can get to the end. Go on. So I'll start over there. Go on, start from the table. Can you join in, Anton? Go on, Anton's going to join in while he eats his biscuit. Good lad. <laughs> all right, three, two, one, go! Speed, 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 speed! All the way, all the way, all the way, all the way! Nice, nice. Okay, now, could we get there? Maybe skipping. Oh, yeah! Well done, Anton. Could we get there? Skipping or hopping or crawling? Different. What should we choose? Hopping? You hop? Go on, hop all the way. Hop or jump, that's a good one. Yeah, hop or jump. Oh, well done. Very speedy, very speedy. <laughs> I think it's just like, I'll have all the applause for myself. I'll just wait till they've all gone and then everybody will focus on me. I'm like, I like that, I like that, it's very cool. I like that. <laughs> you said it. Um, okay, right. Wait there a minute. Do you like being in the dark? Not quite as excited about that. It's not that dark, all right. We'll, we'll see how you do. Oh. Right, what do you think I'm going to get you to do now? Any ideas? I'll ask you to do, do I have to do it? Thanks, Fair. was it not perfectly aligned, sweetheart? <laughs> right, look, now we've got a cave. Do you think you could run through there? No. Willingly.
Do you think you could hop through there? What are you going to have to do? Do you think you could all go through there together? Um, no, crawl. Crawl? Do you want to have a go? Go on. See if you can go through the middle of it. Are they coming out? Yes, excellent. Which was quicker? Are you were the quicker. <laughs> you were quicker, sweetheart. That is true. Was it quicker to run or have to go through the cave? Which was quicker? Which was faster? I think. I think running too, sweetheart. Yeah, it's much easier, isn't it, when you've got a big, wide-open space and you can just run through and wave your arms about and hop and fall over. It's a bit harder through there, though, isn't it? Now, why have I got you to go through a cave? Any ideas? No idea. Me neither. Now, if you want, you can see, or you can sit in the cave and listen if you want. You can go sit if you want. Or you can sit at the edge of the cave if you want. Or you could sit on top of the cave if you want. Or you could just stay there all together. But not on top, not on there, but on this bit. You can sit on this bit if you want. <laughs> I didn't think you noticed that. Now, I'm doing this because I want to highlight something. Okay. Now, I don't know what's going on because there's sometimes there's things that are going on that are really, really good and lovely. You can go under it if you want, Dan. And then there's things that go on that are perhaps not quite as lovely. Because not only you, not many of the adults would like to go into a dark, dank, constricted space, wet, would we? We don't really enjoy it in there. Because for you guys, it's fun and you can get out easily and you know everybody's here, so it's quite safe and you can poke your head out and all that sort of stuff, which is neat. And I don't know what's going on, but really I wanted to do this cave because I wanted you to... <laughs> <laughs> Not get distracted by that, never mind. But I wanted you um I wanted you to think about and just see and think about this idea of what it means to be tight, what it means to be constricted, what it means to be dark, um, wherever we find ourselves. And I, I suppose most of us, when we find ourselves in these situations, whatever they are, we would like God to dismantle the cave. That's what we'd like. We'd like him to pull off the blankets, put the chairs away so we can just run. That's what most of us would like. But sometimes for whatever reason, and often we don't understand those reasons, he doesn't do that. Sometimes we feel like we're crawling through a very dark, small tunnel in a very confined space where it feels like there's not much room to move. And everything is what's got to come down and smash it up so we can be free. And sometimes God does do that and we're thankful and grateful when he does. But most of the time, you and I know that's not what happens. Most of the time, that's not what happens. But of course, now kids, boo. You're right in there. You having fun? Is it a bit dark in there? It's a bit dark, isn't it? Yeah. What could you need? What would be nice to have when it's really dark? What would a light. A light. Mm. A good idea. A light or a torch. That might be helpful, might it? Well, 
Of course, Jesus does talk about that. And it says, your word is a lamp to my light, a lamp to my light, a lamp to my feet, and a light to my path. And as I thought about these words in a dark place, I started wondering why the psalmist said the same thing twice. Because it's like, well, what? But then I realized he doesn't say the same thing twice. Because lamp and light are completely different words. Because lamp means exactly that, a candle or a lamp. But when he talks about light, of course, a candle gives off light. And Hebrew means illumination. It, uh, the, the Hebrew, rather, for, for light means illumination. It means bright. It means clear. So there's this idea that you get the sense that Jesus offers illumination bright and clear, even in the darkest of spaces. And I saw that's what it means to have light for your path. It means that even when it feels like you're in a very dark place, the word, both the book and the person of Jesus, illuminate the path and help us see more clearly in a whole clear way. And I realized that often when you find yourself in a place that's like this, oh, that's dark, he often doesn't pull you out of the darkness. He doesn't rip the top of it off. He doesn't do that. And there's all sorts of reasons for that that we haven't got time to get in now, but ultimately it's because he loves you. And so what he does is, but he does give you a light in there. He does give you a light to shine the way. He does give you a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. So, kids, you can answer me from in there if you want. I, you might not be able to remember, but I built this cave for a reason. Why did I build the cave? Can anybody remember? You probably can't. I built it to represent something. I built it to represent when life's not easy, when life's tough, when life's hard. And actually, come out, kids, because I want to talk to you now. Can you come out a minute? Come in, which, which end we're coming out? This end, okay, that's fine. All right, just, just sit here a minute. On that green bit. Good lad. Thank you. Um, listen, is there anything you've been at, or you've been at school for, how long have you been at school now? Three weeks? Three weeks? Yeah, something like that. Two weeks, three weeks. And you've been at nursery. Is there anything about school that's not been good? Oh, darling. You said no, thank you. Well done, Dan. That's very polite. Aww. Anything not good about school for you, Mimi? The hard work. Yeah. Anything not good about school for you, Ariella? Nope, nothing. Oh, that's, that's nice, isn't it? That's nice. But listen, listen, listen. Because. <laughs> you go use your energy then, sweetheart. You see, sometimes... Maybe we don't, maybe our friends are struggling with us, or maybe we've fallen out. Oh, come off, you stay on the green bit. That's it. Red bits for me, green bits for you. Perfect, well done. Sorry, my, my notes have all gone astray. Here we where are we? There we go. Let's go here. Let me ask you another question, kids. Are you ever alone? You can answer me from in there. Mimi, is it ever possible to be alone? Is it ever possible to be on your own? No. Why not? 
Why, I agree with you, but why not? Why is it impossible to be alone? You see, John, Jesus says this, look. I will ask the Father and he'll give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. You know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. Another translation says this, the Holy Spirit of truth will be a friend to you, just like me. So even when it's hard at school, and even when the work's hard, and even when friends aren't doing what you want them to do, and even when teachers aren't being the teachers you want them to be, and even when brothers and sisters are not being the brothers and sisters you want them to be, it's impossible to be on your own. You see, what I've come to realize is that only occasionally does God send a stick of dynamite and blow the, blow the tunnel away. Only very occasionally. But when he doesn't blow it away, what he does do is he gives you a light and he gives you a friend. And the truth is that no matter how dark it feels right now, you have a light and you have a friend. As an actual proper reality, you have a light and you have a friend. And according to this friend, we'll never leave you and we'll not abandon you. And even more, he lives within you. So of course, it's possible to not have human interaction and human beings around, and that is really important because we're made for community and human interaction. But you were never alone. Do you know, even when you shut your door, if you shut your door, at bedtime, and you're in your bed on your own, you know you're not alone. Well, that might be good. But you know, Jesus is right there with you. And even if you went under your covers and turned all the lights out and it got completely pitch black, you would not be on your own. You would not be on your own. All right, come off my red bit. That's it. On your green bit. That's it. Green bit's kids, red bit's me. All right? But listen. It gets even better if you keep reading about your friend. Because according to John 16, 13, your friend leads you into all truth. So not only do you have someone on the inside who's a friend who'll never leave you, who's given you a light and a lamp, but you also have someone who's a guide that leads you into all truth. Because here's the key. He does rescue us out of dark places all the time. But he does it with a friend on the inside, with a light to guide you, and he takes you into all truth. Most of the time, he chooses to do it by reminding us that we're not alone, that if we have a friend who's with us, and that he'll never lead us and by guiding us. So here, perhaps we need to change the focus of our prayers a little bit. Perhaps instead of asking God to rip apart the cave, which is what's beautifully demonstrated in front of us, perhaps we need to be thanking him for the friend he is, and the light he's given, and the truth he's leading us in there. Perhaps our prayer should be more around, instead of trying to escape the situation, which of course is human, it's okay, you were born freed and that's all normal, but actually, sometimes I've realized the most powerful prayers are the ones that go, thank you that you're my friend. Thank you that you're lighting my path. Thank you that you're illuminating the future. And thank you that you're leading me in at all truth. Because of course, he has a bigger purpose than you just getting out of a cave. His bigger purpose is you finding who you are and finding you in him. 
And a lot of the time, you know, if you, you know, you know people, personal trainers make money because people don't push themselves without being put in difficult situations. That's why personal trainers exist. Because 90% of people give up if nobody's going, come on, you can do one more. They go, oh, I've done, I've done seven, that'll be enough. But they need somebody next to them going, no, there's three more in you, come on. And then you find you can do four more. So maybe we need to just recognize again that it's more than possible in Jesus to be in a dark, damp, constricted place and still be wide open and free with plenty of illumination. So instead of complaining about the darkness, maybe we should thank him for the lamp and the light we do have that shines our way a little bit more every single day. Okay, we... Okay. Well done, kids. Thank you. Okay, this is what I think we should do, okay? Let's thank him for his provision in the sense of the lamp to our feet and the light for our path, the illumination, bright and clear is what it means. He, you may not be aware of it, but he has made your next steps bright and clear. It's your job to become aware of that. But he's made them bright and clear. There's nothing hidden from you. He's not hiding it from you. He's not making it difficult for you. But he's made them bright and clear. And Father, we just want to thank you, Lord. Lord, we started with David's desire to be in union with you. But we thank you that we already are at union with you, Lord. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for his death. We thank you for his resurrection. We thank you, Lord, that that death meant that we were with you and that we have a friend who lives on the inside of us in every place, Lord, whether it be wide and open or dark and dank and horrible, Father. I want to thank you that we've got it in us, Lord. And Father, we, are, we thank you, Lord, that you are indeed a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And we pray, Lord, that as we eat and drink, you would just remind us, Lord, of the reality of your light on the inside of us and your lamp on the inside of us. In Jesus' name. Amen.